Dear friend, thank you for joining us today. This is the New Life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Stay tuned in order to catch the exciting segments and items that are about to come your way. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mahangi. On today's Bible Slot, we'll be having Brother Steve Rundu talk about all abilities come from God. The health segment will be brought to us by Msavi Mtish, and today she'll talk about gonorrhea. As usual, you have marvelous tunes to spiritually lift you up. Let us now listen to a song, Something Good is Going to Happen by Advent Homecoming Ensemble. Oh 
I hope that you've liked that song by Advent Homecoming Ensemble. Let us now give room to Msavim Teshi for this health segment. Stay tuned. Hello, listener. Welcome to our program, Health Nuggets. I'm your presenter, Musavi Muteshi. Today, I would like to talk with you about gonorrhea, a bacterial infection that can occur in both men and women, and one that is spread sexually. The World Health Organization estimates that 62 million people become infected with this bacterium every year. Gonorrhea most often infects the drainage tube of the urinary bladder, the rectum or the throat, but it can also invade the bloodstream, spreading to critical areas such as the heart valves and the brain. Most people become exposed to the organism during sexual intercourse, whether it be vaginal, oral or anal. Infected mothers can, however, infect their babies during childbirth. People with a mild infection have no symptoms, so you might be infected and not even know it. When symptoms do occur, they differ in men compared to women. Men have pain when they urinate, a pus-like discharge from the tip of their penis, and pain or swallowing in one testicle. Women, on the other hand, notice painful urination, increased vaginal discharge, pain in their pelvis and back, and vaginal bleeding between their menstrual periods and after sexual intercourse. Gonorrhea in babies most commonly affects their eyes, causing drainage from their eyes within one day or two weeks after birth. Their eyelids become puffy, red and tender and their eyes may develop a discharge. An infected rectum will itch. You will develop a pus-like discharge and you will find bright red blood on the toilet tissue after bowel movements. Bony joints that have become infected will be warm, red, swollen, extremely painful with movement. If left untreated, gonorrhea can lead to significant medical problems. In men, untreated infection can lead to inflammation of the testicle. The tubes that carry sperm can become so densely scarred that men become infertile. In women, infection of the tubes between the womb and the ovaries can result in so much scarring that women can no longer become pregnant. In babies, an untreated infection by gonorrhea can cause blindness. Once a gonorrhea infection is suspected, your doctor can make the diagnosis through a simple urine test as the bacteria can be seen on microscopic examination, or the bacteria can be grown in the laboratory in a culture tube. Adults who have become infected with a gonorrhea organism are treated with antibiotics. Uncomplicated infections can be treated with a single dose of powerful new antibiotics given either as an injection or as a single tablet taken by mouth. Penicillin used to be the antibiotic of choice, but the organism has largely become resistant to penicillin, so new and very expensive antibiotics are now required for effective treatment. Complicated infections require a week-long course of multiple antibiotics. If you develop the infection and require treatment, your sexual partner or partners will also need to undergo testing and treatment even if they show no symptoms of infection. Untreated sexual partners can be infected even if they have no symptoms and they can easily pass the infection back to you even if your infection was successfully treated.
All babies born to mothers with gonorrhea must receive a medicine in their eyes soon after birth to prevent infection. And if an eye infection does develop, the baby will require antibiotic treatment. It is wiser to keep from becoming infected with gonorrhea in the first place than it is to treat the infection once it develops. There are no effective vaccines against the gonorrhea organism, but you can take steps to reduce your risk of the infection. Abstaining from sex is, of course, the surest way to prevent a sexually transmitted infection such as gonorrhea. For human beings, however, sex was given by our Creator for more than just the joining of two bodies to make babies. It joins two humans in the most intimate union possible. When we join another person in sexual union, a spiritual union of sorts takes place at the same time. Sexual love freely shared in marriage is the most beautiful way God gave us to say, I love you. Participating in a long-term, mutually monogamous relationship with a single, committed partner is the surest way for a sexually active adult to limit their risk of developing gonorrhea. Each man should have his own wife and each woman should have her own husband. The more sexual contacts one has in casual sexual relationships with relative strangers, the higher their risk of becoming infected with the gonorrhea organism. Should you choose to have sex with multiple casual partners, here are some things you can do to lower your risk of becoming infected with the gonorrhea bacterium and developing its complications. Use a condom during any type of sexual contact, including vaginal sex, oral sex or anal sex. By using latex condoms correctly and consistently during sexual activity, you can reduce your risk. Find out whether your partner has been tested for sexually transmitted infections such as gonorrhea. If not, ask whether they would be willing to be tested. If your partner has symptoms of a sexually transmitted infection, don't have sex with that person. Finally, consider talking to your doctor about regular gonorrhea screening if you have an increased risk of infection, if you had gonorrhea in the past, if you have a new sex partner, or if you have multiple sex partners. The prevention of gonorrhea infection is becoming more and more important because the incidence of gonorrhea is increasing and because antibiotic resistance is increasing worldwide, making successful treatment of the infection more and more difficult. Older therapies have become ineffective and the antibiotics that are currently effective are very expensive. Without a continued commitment to prevention, early diagnosis and effective treatment, gonorrhea may well become untreatable in the relatively near future. Health Nugget is written by Dr. Richard Uckel, a medical doctor working in the United States. The medical views expressed in this program are his and may differ for your particular health needs. If you need medical advice, please consult a medical professional in your area. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for being with us. Remember to send us reviews, comments, or questions about this program. Send them to the producer, Adventist All Radio, P.O. Box 422-76-00-100-Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. I'll be back after this track.
Brother Steve Rondu will now quench our spiritual thirst as he talks about all abilities come from God. Be blessed. All abilities come from God. Exodus chapter 31 verses 1 to 11. And I will read. And the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezahel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with skill, ability, and knowledge in all kinds of crafts, to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of craftsmanship. Moreover, I have appointed Oholiab, son of Ahimasach, of the tribe of Dan, to help him. Also I have given skill to all the craftsmen to make everything I have commanded you. The tent of meeting, the ark of the testimony with the atonement cover on it, and all the other furnishings of the tent, and the table and its articles, the pure gold lampstand, and all its accessories, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offerings, and all its utensils, the basin with its stand. And also the women garments, both the sacred garments for Aaron and the priest and the garments for his sons when they serve as priests, and the anointing oil and fragrant incense of the holy place. They are to make them just as I commanded you. When God asked Moses to build the tent of meeting, he filled Bezahel with the Spirit of God, gifting him with skill, ability, and knowledge in all kinds of crafts to make artistic designs, to work in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of craftsmanship. God gave skills to all the craftsmen to make everything that he had commanded them to. God gave them the abilities in order to serve him, just as he gives abilities to all of us so that we might serve him even better. Pastor and author Rick Warren explains how each of us stewards the unique gifts God has given us. All of our abilities come from God, even abilities used to sin and are God-given. They are just being misused or abused. Since your natural abilities are from God, they are just as important as your spiritual gifts. The only difference is that you were given them at birth. Every ability can be used for God's glory. Paul says, Whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 31, the Bible is filled with examples of different abilities that God uses to His glory. Here are just a few of those mentioned in Scripture. Artistic ability, architectural ability, administering ability, banking ability, bot making ability, candy making, debating ability, designing ability, embalming ability, embroidering ability, engraving ability, farming ability, fishing and gardening and planting, philosophizing, machine ability, inventing, carpentry, selling being a soldier, tailoring, teaching, writing, literature, and poetry. The Bible says we have different gifts according to the grace given to us. That is in Romans chapter 12, verse 6. God has a place in this church. It is up to us to find that place. You are the only person on earth who can use your abilities. No one else can play your role because they don't have the unique shape that God has given you. To discover God's will for your life, you should seriously examine what you are good at doing and what you are not good at doing. If God hasn't given you the ability to carry out a tune, He isn't going to expect you to be an opera singer. 
God will never ask you to dedicate your life to a task you have no talent for. On the other hand, the abilities you do have a strong indication of what God wants you to do with your life. They are clues to knowing God's will for you. If you are good at designing or recreating or drawing or organizing, it is a safe assumption that God's plan for you, your life, includes that skill somehow. God doesn't waste abilities. He matches out our calling and our capabilities. Think about the brethren. What special gift or abilities has God given to you? And how are your gifts and abilities different from your spiritual gifts? How do your abilities complement your spiritual gifts? And finally, are there any untapped interest in your life that you might use for God's glory? Let us pray that God helps us to use what he has given unto us as gifts and abilities to his glory and for the good of others. We pray. Our dear and heavenly Father, we love you so much, Lord, for the creativity that you gave unto us, for the artistic talent that you gave also unto us, Lord, for we were created and made in your own image. And if, Lord, you are a talented God, then all of us were created to have different talents according to your grace, O Lord. Father, for those who have not yet realized their talent, Lord, help them know and understand and discover themselves so that they can get to know what they are good at, O Lord. Father, for those who have and they have realized their talents but they are sleeping on them, Lord, pinch them, Lord, until they wake up and start working on their talents. For those who, Lord, are praising you and serving you truly and worshiping you in truth and spirit, Lord, using their talent, Lord, continue blessing them and add them even much more talents, Lord. For those who are confused, Lord, bring them close, comfort them, show them love and let them know their talents. Father, I thank you for everything and therefore I ask you to help me to use what you have given uh, me for, for your glory and for the good of other people. I have prayed, trusting and believing in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for making Adventist World Radio the voice of hope. It has been great and I hope through the mercies of God you'll join me next time. Don't forget to send us reviews about this program. Please write to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Or email us through Nairobi at ek.adventist.org. I've been a presenter, Sambal Mang. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed. Oh,
Is passing your 